Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, will you shut up? Shut up. Shut up. Shut, 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 shut up. <laughs> shut up. This is Shut Up. Here's your hosts, Nick Adams and Justin Chavez. Uh-huh. Okay. What's up? Hello, hello, it's the Shut Up Show. Hello. From the other side, my name is Part-Time Justin, and I am a 25-year-old gay single male thinking one day there's going to be a beautiful man to uh, follow me into the park and catch me as I fall before I scrape my knee, and then we find happily... Love. <laughs> Love happily ever after. Is that the dream at a park? At a not park, at the, yeah. Not at the grocery store where you each reach for the can Box of beans. Box of noodles or something like that. No, I'd rather it be in a park because that shows that he works out and okay. then I'm working out too. So we're both sweaty and hot already. Okay. And it's the perfect time because it's fall. Leaves are falling. What about a hot yoga class? No, I don't do yoga. No, yoga people bother me. Yeah, they are annoying, aren't they? Yeah, just a little bit. I don't... Uh, namaste to myself. <laughs> okay. Namaste single. Okay. Yeah. No! Way. I was going to say, running in the park, though. No, That'd I mean, be like, a great I, place like amongst love. those people. Where would you, Where do you want to find love? Man, I hope I find it one day. Yeah. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So here I am sitting in a loveless marriage. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know. I like my story. I like High my love school, story. right? Yeah. yeah. My wife Blair and I, we dated in high school. I asked her out in November of 2002. Yes. Was when I first asked her to be my girlfriend at a park at Sarah Bowers' birthday party when mm-hmm. we were 15. Ooh, did Sarah Bowser get dr- jealous? No, I did date Sarah Bowers before, though. Oh, Bowers. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Play a Nick. Yeah. Come yeah, on. I had lots of girlfriends. Lots of girlfriends in high school. I believe it. Then I met her. Then I met Blair. Asked to be my girlfriend. Then we dated all throughout high school. And it was always just an understood thing. I don't remember who brought it up. I don't remember how it happened. But we just said, once we're done with high school, we're, we're going to be done with this relationship. Are you a top kisser or a bottom kisser? I don't know what that means. Like when you kiss, <laughs> when, do you want your lips, do you want your top lip on top or do you want it on bottom? I've never thought about it. Like when you and Blair make out. I've never thought about lip position. You just go for it? You just go. There's always a more comfortable position though, I think. I think your lips being at I the do, top. I do prefer when we hold hands, my thumb to be on the outside I prefer oh, okay. that. Yeah. I don't like my thumb to be on the... I don't want my thumb to be the inside thumb, mm. if that makes sense. 
I don't. I I would rather be the top kisser because I don't want their nose closing. I don't want my nose closing from their top lip. If that makes sense. Sure, but that means they're su- they're, That means it's the opposite for yeah. them. That mm-hmm. means you're closing their nose. Yeah. <laughs> so do you and Blair just switch or? I, well, I've never thought about it. No. I have no idea. I'll do some investigation tonight. Okay. We'll yeah. See. Please let me know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. What about you? How do you prefer to hold hands? Do you prefer your thumb to be on the inside? I just or? don't want to hold hands. Yeah. My hands are already naturally sweaty. And uh-huh. so whenever I hold someone else's hands, I'm just like, Ooh, I don't know. Like it's just, uh, I'm worried. I'm more worried about the uncomfortableness of it. Also like cuddling in the bed too. It gets mm-hmm. so hot. It does. Like, I'm just like, get off of me, go somewhere else. And you know, ladies, listen, I know mostly ladies listen to our podcast. Okay. No ladies. All the ladies say, hey. Hey. Listen here. Sometimes the man likes to be the little spoon. Sometimes the man likes to have you put your arm around him. Yeah. It's some women, it's they don't do that. Some, you know, a man likes it when you show him affection, you know, lay on him for a second or lean on him or put your arm around him. Yeah. And you pay may, the bill sometimes <laughs> no, and or drive like, and like, open up a door. Like if you're, if you're in the car or whatever, you hold, if his hand's just sitting there, you hold his hand. A guy doesn't like to always be the first Initiating one to make the move. the affection. Because then it's like, is she doing it because she thinks she has to? Oh, look happening? who just showed up the food guy. Oh, food guy. He got here. a haircut. Jonathan Chevin's here. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him go. Food God. Kim Kardashian's best friend is 10 feet away from yeah, us. Yeah, walking in the studio. That man with four point something million followers on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, there we go. There he is. Go check out his podcast, it's The a good Food podcast. God. Have you listened to it yet? I mm. like it a lot. Yeah, he got Kim Kardashian yeah, on Kim there. Yeah, Kim is on it for like two episodes. Logan, Logan Paul. Paul is really good. Yeah, it's a fun podcast, so check it out. Some and girl who g- sounds like Cardi B but isn't. Uh, I don't know she was her. No, someone else. Um... But yeah, he's he. It's really funny because he's such. He he puts himself out there, and he'll ask a uncomfortable question with like Kim or something. He was mm-hmm. asking her about like OJ and different things. It's like, oh my gosh, only her best friend could ask her that. So for real, let's do food god, food god podcast. I love it when things get mm-hmm. uncomfortable. We are a part of the same podcast network with him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's a nice, dude. He comes in every. Maybe now and we then. should get him on our podcast. Hey, I mean. <laughs> I'd love to talk to him. That'd Maybe cool. I'll just, you know, we got this microphone. I, you know, if you did that, food guy, he comes in every few weeks to record some stuff, and Robert might slap you in the face if you try and take thirty minutes from food guy here. In a Not second. thirty minutes, more of like a question. A question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can a- we be like you? <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite food? Uh, what's Kim like? I don't know. But anyways, ladies, really initiate, cool. initiate sometimes. That's initiate. Nice. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid. Yeah. yeah. And how often are you the little spoon? Not that often. Mm-hmm. I'm not a little so spoon. So is this a often. message to it's Blair? It's a cry for help. It's it a, is. Uh-huh. It's, it's just saying, I want to be the little spoon. You're, Cuddle me. Yeah. Those sometimes. Big old meaty arms. Uh-huh. Yeah, that Blair has. She's like five foot <laughs> She's like four so or small. She's tiny. Yeah, she's very tiny. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's uh, do you like, now that people are saying it's spooky season? Maybe I'm just spooky hearing that so much because Anna says it, so now more people in our office are yeah, saying Yeah, last year it really season. took off, and it continued to carry on. But it's season, S-Z-N. Mm-hmm. You don't spell out season, guys. It's season. Do you like that uh, term when it comes to Halloween? 
I am unbothered by it, if that makes sense. I am neither upset or in love with it. Yeah. I think it's chill. I think it's cool. You know, what I am more focused on it. is the candy that people are going to be giving out. Sure. Okay? Give out the chocolates. Give out the Reese's. Give out the Hershey's. The Snickers. Please refrain from the Smarties and the Sweet Tarts and the Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> Excuse me? Those are so... <laughs> the what? The Tootsie Rolls. The Tootsie Rolls. But I do love the song, Cotton Candy Sweets Go, let, let me see that Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Here we go. Jock Jams, volume two. Ah, great jam. Um, You know what I, I... You know, it sounds like you're with me. I'm all chocolate when it comes to Halloween candy. candy. Mm-hmm. Give me the chocolates. Give me the Reese's are probably... What's the best... Candy? Trick or treat candy. I, mine was always Reese's. Yeah, Reese's. Best trick I love. I love peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I once dated a guy who was allergic to peanut butter, and I was like, I don't know, because I'm gonna be. Not gonna... I'm not gonna brush my teeth after I just Mm-mm. ate peanut butter, because I like that flavor to linger in there. And you've told me stories of what you like to do with peanut butter in the bedroom, Justin. And if he's allergic, yeah, then... I, he's gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I get crazy with the peanut butter. Yeah, I know. That um, sounds dirty. Yeah, but oh, I maybe one, almond butter will be okay. Yeah, I remember one time when I was trick or treating as a kid, we found the house that just puts the bucket out and says, "Take one." Yeah, and, and it's always like a Jolly Rancher off. or something. Sure, but I think they had like just put it out or just left the house, and it was a full bucket bowl of just Reese's. Ooh, so you know what I did? Dump you took that one. whole no, dump that entire thing into my bag, into my pillowcase. Since you were little, you've mm-hmm. been. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, always. That's what Little. you do. If, what do you mean? You don't. Nobody takes just one. You tricked them and got your treats. No, do you take just one. I was that kid. Yeah, who took just one. Lame. Yeah. No. no, I steal from like corporations like Walmart. <laughs> no, no, you not, take all the not, candy. Not, no. uh, defenseless you're as home, you're as lame. homeowners. You're as lame on Halloween as the people that give out toothbrushes. You are lame. L7 weenie. That's For not stealing the candy. Uh-huh. Square. No. But while we're talking about all this unhealthy things, a little bit later in the show, we're going to talk to a lady named Molly Kimball, who is a nutritionist, a dietitian, and she's going to tell us how to eat right on Halloween. Yes. But Stay and, gluten-free. And Thanksgiving and Christmas, she's got a really interesting treat for us. That's yeah. a very popular treat around this time of year. But I, it's No, so, it ain't. It's huh? past that year. Oh, it's not? It's King's Cake. And oh, I was trying to King's build it up. Ke- well... Well, you don't want to upset them, you know. It's King's Cake, which was very good. Gluten-free. But it's a good King's Cake. Yeah, it's made not with a almond flour. Yeah. It's not a bad it's, for you King's Cake. Still probably is bad for you. Just no. it's the healthier option. It's a healthier option. Well, quit dogging on her thing. It's a good for you King's Cake. Healthier option for cake. That's what yeah, I'm going to say. It's made, it it's was made delicious. with all natural things, and it's not, it's not loaded with all that trans fat and white flowers. <laughs> white flour. Uh, but she's going to talk to us a lot, and she's very interesting, and she knows a lot. Boy, yeah, she does. Is she, she, an knows, she knows her material. Because we peppered her with lots of questions that mm-hmm. I thought were pretty good, and she had an answer for all of them. She knew we did not stump her. You know, I can't, time. and I, I want to get that recipe so I can make it. Well, I don't can you think imagine? she's going to give it to you. No. Oh, she yeah. She wants you to buy it. Definitely. But could you <laughs> imagine just baking in the kitchen, enjoying the moment? You know, baking is always... Whistling and listening to music, wearing an apron. It always sounds fun until you have to clean up. That's the Probably. worst part. Oh, my gosh. You know, and I got a new apartment, mm-hmm. and it doesn't come with a dishwasher. What? And so I have to You got a terrible wash. deal. You need to get I out have of this thing. Ha- what do you mean? It doesn't have AC or a dishwasher. It or, has a cooler or, in the ceiling. A, uh, it doesn't have AC. It doesn't have a dishwasher. And it doesn't have a washer dryer. 
You know what? It does in the unit, and not in the unit, but in the building. Mm-hmm. And it's cheap, and it's cute. You know mm-hmm. what, Nick? If uh, I had the money to afford I, to stay in the place I'd that just, I'm at, yeah, I would, but I don't. So you got to do with what you can. Yeah. But I got this cute little apartment. I am going to be living by myself for once in my life in this cute apartment. That does sound fun. Yeah. Living solo? Yeah. Sounds fun. I know. I'm very excited about it. It has a living room, a kitchen, a place for a nice table for dinner Mm -hmm. and breakfast. It's going to be really hot in there, but it's... Well, no. So you say it's going to get hot. (laughs) They used to have like window coolers or whatever. window unit. Yeah. But they took them out and they put in these freezer type things that are in the ceiling is it just one two the whole place no okay. it's two one and it's like it's half so it's on one it's on one side of the house the other one's the on, on the other side is one house. in your bedroom mm-hmm. okay that's good one's in the bedroom and it's kind of like a loft style so there's no doors really okay. one well there's a door to the bathroom okay and that's it um but they uh that's fine though that's cool yeah i kind of like it i kind of like this open loft type setting but when you have people over you got to keep everything clean you can't just like have throw the, everything in your room and, and shut, shut the, the door. door. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm a clean person. I'm a neat freak. It's good. Like all my shirts are all in one one thing. Color coordinated? Color coordinated. Um, like are all the black shirts together, the blue, the red, the yellows. Yeah. Or all the button-ups, all the t-shirts. Yeah, well, all- I, have, so I have all my suits in uh-huh. order, and they go black to gray to having a fun time. And then I have all my pants all in order going from denim to black to khaki. Mm. And then I have my figs all in order going from black to green to yellow. You gotta make to, room in your closet yeah. for those figs. I know. They are the most comfortable scrubs I've ever worn. And I'm not a nurse, but man, do I love to just wear them and lounge around the house in them. Now think about all the healthcare professionals in the world or people that work in Doctor's office, dentist's dentist's office. office. You've got nurses. You have people that are receptionists that are still wearing scrubs at those places, too. It's not just the one doctor that's they're in, in the building. They're on their feet all day, working mm-hmm. around, working hard, moving around, and they need more comfortable clothes that got a four-way stretch. Talk to any of these people that wear scrubs every day, and they'll tell you how uncomfortable they are, mm-hmm. how scratchy, itchy, boxy, ill-fitting, ugly their scrubs are not figs not okay figs, figs we, is the answer people yes it's an antimicrobial material that protects from germs and bacteria it's ridiculously soft and comfortable and it has moisture wicking uh features and four-way stretch here's another way how you know that figs are so comfortable they're made with yoga waistbands and they come in a variety of styles they've got your straight leg pant they also have your joggers which justin has and they look awesome you get lots of compliments on your joggers yeah i know figs, yeah I can, they are so comfortable you can take a nap in them go running in them <laughs> shoot i've used them as on my workout clothes too yeah and you can wear them out too like it's not just a put them on and run to the grocery store mm-hmm. you can wear them out and they look nice yeah also. this is quality material and uh, every time you shop at figs they give scrubs to healthcare providers in need around the world through a thread for threads initiative and to date figs donated Hundreds of thousands of sets in over 35 countries. So look at that. What you give to figs, they then turn around and give back to others. Yeah, and if you're not in the medical field or a hospital or a dentist, you can also just get a gift card, send it to one of those family members or really good friends mm-hmm. that you care about and want to show them, hey, you can get more comfortable scrubs. We, we all know someone 
who could use a pair of figs. Yeah. Including ourselves. But I'm not going to give it to my ex. <laughs> no. So whether kidding. you're one of those awesome humans that works in the healthcare or someone that wants to say thanks to another deserving person, Figs is going to make it easy by providing you, yes, you listening to this podcast right now, 15% off of your first purchase by using our promo code SHUTUP. Get ready to love your scrubs. Head to wearfigs.com, W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com, and enter our code SHUTUP at checkout. And Justin, one thing, you're not going to be disappointed in figs, but one thing I was very disappointed in this week, I was really looking forward to doing the daycare during church in Davis's age group. Mm. We were looking forward to that. We got roped into it. We did Ellie's a few weeks ago. She's almost a year old, and that was easy. So easy. Couldn't have been an easier hour. Yeah. Well, she's little. She ain't she's moving. She's Lizzo. They're barely crawling. She's Lizzo? <laughs> Is that what I said? I, saw, Lizzo? I, I heard Lizzo. She's Lizzo. Oh, really? Yeah. Why it, men great till they gotta, gotta be Why kids great till they gotta be great? And that's the thing. that uh, Once you go up to the three-year-olds, they were awful. Terrible. Yeah. Horrible. Wanted to leave about five seconds into being there. It was terrible. It was just me and Blair watching eight, ten kids. Mm-hmm. Two-year-old. All boys. All boys. And oh. so they were nuts. Yeah. No one's listening. Did they kick you? Did they hit, bite you? No, but there was one. We had a bully in the class. And so several times I'd have to say, hey, stop picking on so-and-so. And he was only picking on one kid, oh. which was strange. Were you like, Davis, you need to be nice no, to it wasn't. the other it was, kids? No, it was not Davis. And the, so it got to the point where it's like, okay, Am I really going to punish this kid? I mean, I just separated him, made him sit at a different table and stuff. You should have beat him. No, but and then Spank him at church. and you know, and then the parents come around the corner and they're so happy. The kids happy to see mommy and daddy. Mommy and daddy are happy to see the kid. I didn't want to burst their bubble and say your Uh-oh. kid was a jerk. So I just let it go because I'm never going to do it again. Oh, it was awful. You quit. Yeah, you're a quitter. Hopefully, nah. hopefully I don't have to come up with an excuse to say no thanks. Be like I'm sick. It was <laughs> awful, man. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. And I felt bad. I was like, this sucks. That you hated someone else's kid? I, I hated that whole thing. It was terrible. I felt bad that I hated it, but it was just not fun. You were doing the Lord's work, Nick. Man, it was... Nah, rough. I don't blame you. I don't want to work with kids either. But I see, I love kids. I was looking forward to it. I was a camp counselor growing up in like junior high and high school. I love I loved kids. So maybe I just need to go... A little older. Um, probably. Maybe like I mean, junior high would be probably fun. I'm good with kids. Like, I can talk to them and have mm-hmm. fun with them. But, like, for uh, a given amount of time, you know, I'm not trying to right. spend all day with them. No. I'm not trying to hear their personal stories. Here's an I'm, hour at Christmas. Okay, bye. Yeah, See you bye. Cousin. I'll read you a story. Um, I'll ask <laughs> you a funny, silly question. And then I'm ready to move on with my life. Yeah. I yeah. can't even imagine me being a kid and how annoyed. When I was a kid, I felt like an adult. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> Were you annoyed by the other kids in your class? Always. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Last night, my wife and I, you ever get just tickled over something kind of, it's it's funny, but if you tell someone else, it's probably not that funny. I don't know. One of those things like when you're with your friends or something and something's just so funny to you, but then you tell someone else and they don't think it's funny. What tickled your pickle, Nick? What tickled us last night is, I don't somehow we started thinking of what um, snooty granola kids would say if they were ordering at a restaurant. Oh, like they would have their chicken. They would have their menu with their crayons and they'd look over their glasses at the waiter and (laughs) are these fruit snacks farm to table? Stuff like that. Oh, okay. Uh Mm -hmm. Were these chicken strips free range chicken? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Stuff like that. 
Mm. We thought that was so funny. Oh, man. That's what you do when you get Shoot. married, Justin. Man, I missed that really good conversation. Yeah, it was really good. I missed... Okay, so Robin, she's the girl who sings Dancing on My Own. Mm-hmm. I keep dancing She's on She's my big own. in the community, Justin. Oh, the gay... Yeah, mm-hmm. she is gay rights. That's what she is. And she had an after party because it was the end of her tour at the Roundup. And I really wanted to go, mm. but I was exhausted at like 9 p.m. All I wanted to do was go to bed and not talk to any... Take out my contacts and not talk to... <laughs> anybody is that the best feeling of the day taking out your contacts yeah it's wor- it's better than taking off my bra i can tell you that <laughs> uh but yeah foom, foom. and then slide into my figs and get to bed mm. um yeah and then my friend from california posts a story that he's at the roundup <gasps> hanging out with all his friends and like me and him were really good friends i was like you couldn't text me and let me know you were at the roundup too that you're all the way back in texas i'm like offended i texted him so we're gonna go get brunch later today oh that's good but I really missed out on that. Mm. So I missed out on that good conversation of granola kids ordering food and (laughs) the Robin concert. Is this grape juice organic? It should be. No artificial flavors, please. (laughs) Well, let's talk about real flavors and real nutrition. Let's get healthy, Justin. Yes. We need to get healthy. You need to get healthy. Did I... What? Soft spot? No, not me. I'm kind of looking at who just told me that right now. Mm-hmm. What me? Mm-hmm. I am the embodiment of health. Yes, sure are. Uh huh. Sure are. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm. Okay. Look well, at us both. Look at us both. Just over here. All right. Well, the Nick is going to go nutrition. run on the track. <laughs> I did take a nice walk around the neighborhood yesterday. You sound so old. And the day before, <laughs> the day before, I did a spin class. So it was a quiet. It's been. What am I going to do today? I don't know. Walk around the salad. mall. Be a, a mall salad. walker. I used to be a mall walker when Davis was a little baby, and I would have him. For longer periods of time in the afternoon, mm-hmm. we just go to the mall pretty much every day. The mall or Target, we'd go to one of those two. Just walk. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I take Bo to the dog park. That's cute. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's our walk. Uh, so we're going to talk to a lady named Molly Kimball. You're going to meet her in just a second. And I got to warn you, we recorded this a few weeks ago. And at the time when we recorded this, our studio was going through some big changes with the microphones. So the microphones are a little out of whack. Sounds a little funky at first. But you'll get used to it. <laughs> but I got to throw that warning out there. It's not the best, but it's still great information. So I wanted to let y'all know that first before you keep atting me. Say, Nick, your mic is really loud. I know. I tried to turn it down in the editing. But anyways, we'll see how it goes, okay? All right, let's Here's get our healthy. friend, Molly Kimball. Well, Justin, to prepare for our special guest today, I ate a salad. Hey, I had a salad yeah. today. I had two Starbursts, five Snickers, and some <laughs> toast with strawberry jam on top. Well, we need to meet our, our guest right now. Her name's Molly Kimball, and she has a resume longer than most people that I know. Let me see if I can say this in one breath. <sighs> Molly Kimball is a registered dietitian and, and nutrition journalist in New Orleans. She hosts Fueled Wellness and Nutrition Podcast. It's really great. Go check it out wherever you get your podcasts. She's a columnist. She's a cookbook author. She's a host of weekly TV segments on ABC 26 in New Orleans. I had to take a breath. She contributes to Thrive Global. She's a sports dietitian at, help me with the fitness center. Oshner Fitness Center. Oshner Fitness Center in New Orleans for over 20 years. Wow. So Molly, you're all about health, health, wellness, and everything that falls under that. Is that right? Exactly. And so all those things that you just said, the way that I look at them is they're all different ways that we can get um, education out there Mm -hmm. and not just educate, but breaking down information for people that like in a way that you can not only hear it, 
But then to kind of guide to, well, what are the steps that I, I need to do for right. this? Because it's one thing to hear all this, to read science, to see these headlines, but then how do we actually, what are the steps to incorporate it into our diet, mm-hmm. into our life? And you know, when we saw that Molly was going to come in and that we got a chance to talk to you, just 100,000 questions about diets and fitness and wellness were blowing up my head. And I had to write them all down. Before we get to a bunch of our questions, what's your story? How did you get to where you are now? So uh, growing up, wellness, nutrition was always kind of a, a part of our lives. And so I grew up mostly with my dad, who was the primary parent. So it was like me and him palling around everywhere. <laughs> he ran um, back in the 70s before people really ran for exercise. Mm-hmm. And people were like, what is he doing? Like, why is he moving so fast? Where is he in a hurry <laughs> or who's chasing? And he always had um, healthful habits. And some of those habits we know now aren't as much the more that we've learned, um, you know, kind of back in the the low fat world or those types of things. Mm-hmm. But for what we knew then, he thought he was doing a lot and he's kind of evolved also as science has evolved and his, his approach has changed. But growing up, that was always something that was a focal point movement. We rode our bikes to church. Okay. We went to a conservative church. Nobody rode their bikes to church, but <laughs> yeah. here come the Kimballs like mm-hmm. sweaty and our shorts. Nobody else is wearing <laughs> shorts, but he was always like, how can we add in movement? And then, and wellness was always a focus. So Going into college, it was something that I knew this would be, um, actually, I thought I was going to go into to medicine. Mm. And I enjoyed it, and I liked that side of it, but it wasn't something that I felt was just like truly that passion inside. And then when I learned that you could actually be a registered dietitian and this could be a profession, I was mm. like, well, fantastic, sign me up. So yeah. kind of went down that, and then I started our nutrition program at the fitness center at Oshner Fitness Center. And one of the ways that when I started the program there 20 years ago, having a nutritionist in a gym, a dietitian in a gym, wasn't very common. How do I let people know that I'm here when we really didn't have much of a marketing budget? So I started writing and I started writing for local magazines, publications, and got better at it. I wasn't great at the beginning, but writing about something I was passionate about. And that evolved into a regular column in the newspaper. It evolved into the regular TV segments. Um, and now, now the Fueled Wellness and Nutrition podcast. And the way I look at it is all these ways to bring that information together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you said, sorry, go ahead, Justin. I mean, just living in this world right now, like, oh, we, back in the 70s, we didn't have to really think about like eating processed foods, but now we do. And we're seeing like all these like de- little Debbie kegs and uh, uh, candy and sodas and less kids going out, riding their bikes, staying in, playing video games. A lot of us are gaining weight and seeing that what we are putting into our bodies and less uh and not going out and exercising we we got a problem and an issue and you're here to help us solve it you know and we're so used to you know so many of us we open that package there's no preparation involved we're not actually buying fresh foods we open that package and so how do you get from that point to actually putting foods into your body that are good yeah and i think there a lot of people have that um the idea of perfection well how do you go from opening a bag of like flaming hot Doritos or whatever. So good. And then getting yourself to this area and putting the, people put these kind of um, idealistic thinking of, well, that means I have to go to the farmer's market or I have to buy organic and I have to cook from scratch. Mm. Well, those things are great. Yeah. We don't have to do that. There's ways that we can meet in the middle too. Yeah. One of the most common complaints that I'll see online or hear from my friends is that eating, eating healthy is so expensive or eating healthy. It's, it takes a ton of time. What do you think about that? I mean, is there a way to eat well affordably and where it doesn't take up your entire weekend prepping for your next five days meals? Exactly. So when you look at kind of those, um, like those cheats, those shortcuts, 
the I love frozen things and not necessarily frozen meals because those can have a whole lot of other sauces. Sodium. Sodiums, sodium, yeah. Stuff that we don't even know. But when you're looking at, okay, they have, um, there's so many different options and vegetables that are already done for us. Like mm-hmm. you can buy um, zucchini that's already spiralized for us in a pasta. You don't yeah. have to do the work yourself. So the frozen vegetables gets us a lot. Um, you can even buy your protein, you know, the chicken breast and stuff. Now you can buy them pre-marinated. You don't have as much control of what's in there, but you can buy those things, fish, chicken, all that pre-marinated, individually frozen. And then you can just throw that into the oven, put it in the skillet, but there's a, or even fresh fish. I'll do fresh fish in a skillet and I just kind of use it like a grill, but I'm not going outside. It takes like five minutes, right. it takes zero time. The other thing I think about when you think about Healthy eating is expensive. It absolutely can be. But there are so many things like beans are so good for us. Mm. But red beans, black beans, they're so cheap. Chicken, uh, chick- I, I like chicken thighs, like skinless chicken thighs mm-hmm. are still really lean. Um, and a lot of people like that more. They work well in a slow cooker, for example, than chicken breast does. But when we look at price points, fast food's not cheap. And if you look at what are you spending, and it's not always fast, <laughs> so yeah. what are you spending in, in time in that drive through and how much money you're spending there? If you actually were buying maybe some, you know, the chicken or the fish that's even in the freezer section, so you don't have to worry about it going bad, and then the vegetables, that money can go a long way. Right. A lot of people do say, like, uh, a lot of low-income families, it's hard for them to eat healthy because uh, food that's already preserved is cheaper to buy, like ramen noodles, chips, bread. That's easier and less expensive than getting uh, a stock of asparagus or spinach. Is that always true or no? I think when we look at vegetables, there's a big range in price point, you know, so there are vegetables that can be really expensive. Like I love red, yellow peppers, but those are really pricey, Mm -hmm. you know, so I think, um, yes, there are vegetables that are really expensive, but if you're going, there's a lot of stores. We actually did a comparison, um, eating, eating fit on a budget Mm -hmm. and we took $40 and we said, how can we make this $40 last us for the week? You go to Aldi. (laughs) That's where (laughs) I go whenever I'm on a budget, uh, trying to cook and eat healthy. Well, we did, uh, we looked at farmer's market uh-huh. and while I love farmer's markets, I love supporting the the local community with that. The price point there versus a store like Walmart, it was crazy the difference. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, again, we, we have these noble ideas. We need to go to the farmer's market, but that's not always an option. And yeah. so um, when we look at where do you grocery shop, we can get a lot for our money at places. Now, is it organic? Is it local? Is it all these things? No. But is it still a vegetable? Mm. Yes. You know? <laughs> so I think that's where these ideas of perfection come in, that people have these really high standards. And maybe we don't have to go that high. We've just got to get out of the fast food line. Do you yeah. think one, at one point in our life, we're going to be able to make like a strawberry shortcake uh, as nutritious as eating a bowl of spinach? Do you think we might get there somewhere <laughs> in this near future? Hopefully. There's, there's all kinds of like crazy. There's actually an entire world that's functional foods Mm -hmm. they have a functional foods expo and they have all these my husband called it like the white powder like expo because all these powders that have spinach nutrients and all these weird nutrients that in theory but what's weird is there's things in vegetables that we don't even know exist so yes people are making stuff like that now and they're like oh and it's infused with all these things but yeah, I mean, it's still a strawberry shortcake. But there are ways to make that strawberry shortcake healthy. Right, you yes. made King's Cake. King Cake. That was, mm. uh, King, yeah, King, sorry, no, no S, King Cake. Yes, we're not from New Orleans. Yes, King Cake. <laughs> and you said this was gluten-free, GMO-free, sugar-free? Yeah. How do you how do you make that and okay. have it still Low taste good? Low-carb, 
So this was one of the most exciting things. So in New Orleans, <laughs> we have this program called Eat Fit NOLA, New Orleans, Louisiana, NOLA. We've expanded throughout the state of Louisiana. We have Eat Fit BR in Baton Rouge, Eat Fit Shreveport. All throughout the state, we have dietitians in each region where we work with restaurants, markets, um, anywhere where food is festivals, getting with the chefs and to um, they're literally modifying and editing their recipes and what goes on the plate to meet our nutrition guidelines. So mm. no white carbs, lower sodium, lower um, animal fats, low sugar. And sometimes there's things that there's not something that exists. We can't, it's not out there on the market. So then we've started seeing how can we create some of these items. And so king cake was one. We said, how can we make a king cake that's good for you? And we actually have an Eat Fit cookbook that is um, out in October of this year. And it's eatfitcookbook.com. And one of the recipes in there is a king cake. And mm. it's incredible. But it's a little labor intensive. It takes time. And not everyone's going to take the time to make your king yeah. cake when mm -hmm. you want it. So we scaled it up. So it is available in retailers. Um, it was Ooh. available in the New Orleans area last year. And it will be available in Louisiana and Texas Ooh, in girl. 2020 Carnival season. Turn up. That's exciting. It's exciting. So you can still be fit. And also eat like a king as well. Does it still have the babies in them for it's the good luck? It's going to have the babies. <laughs> the baby question. Gonna that might be the most important part. It's going to have the baby. And so it is, this is, I think, a great kind of example of if you've got your favorite bakery item, how do you make it healthier? Um, almond flour, coconut flour. We use that instead of the white flour. So getting rid of the things that cause us these highs and lows, this roller coaster of energy. So White flour, white carbs, sugar, those mm -hmm. are some of the worst things that we put in our bodies, where, whether we're drinking it or eating it. So bag of chips, cookies, sweets, pasta, all this, whether it's sweet or savory, those white carbs those and favorite. sugars, mm -hmm. they rise us up, they crash us down, and then we're craving more and more and more. So when people think I'm addicted to carbs, mm -hmm. they're usually starting out with those things, and then they've got themselves in that cycle for mm -hmm. the day. So when we're looking at bakery stuff, whether you're talking about your cookie recipe, your cake, or our king cake, Let's try to get that white flour out. So we used almond flour and coconut flour. Uh -huh. Then we made it um, so it's gluten-free, but it also is higher protein, higher fiber. And then we use things like coconut oil and stuff in there. And then no artificial colors or food dyes. We use the natural stuff. So, yeah, super exciting on that to have it. Now, because you're, uh, because you're a nutritionist, uh, do you find yourself looking at all the calorie count and the nutrition it provides you with everything that you buy? A lot of times, but not every time. And okay. so especially with newer products that I'm seeing, and I kind of have that skeptical eye that um, when something tells me on the label that it's good for me, mm -hmm. I'm immediately doubtful. Yeah, uh, you know? They're just trying to sell that to you, don't you know, aren't they? Marketing. I, I have a real skeptical eye on that. So then I turn it over and I'll look at calories. I'll look at sugar. Um, but then I'll especially look at ingredients because the calories, yeah, that matters. I mean, if, if it's, a, it's a, a loads of calories. But what really matters to me is what's in the ingredients. And so if I'm looking at something that has sugar in it, for example, and that first ingredient tells me it's brown rice syrup, I'm putting it right back. Okay, I'm not so be aware of brown rice syrup. <laughs> well, brown rice syrup, organic cane sugar, these are things that like on the healthy foods, Yeah. they, they are looking like they're a good product. It looks all organic-y. It may not just say high fructose corn syrup. Do we need to avoid high fructose corn syrup as well? All sugars. Okay. All sugars. And I think that that's like the single biggest thing we could do to like improve our energy, our health. All these like mood swings people have, all this stuff, our sleep. If we just clear that sugar out, we're so much more level and even. I mean, I was told that trying to cut sugar out of your diet is just as hard as asking a Coke addict to stop doing Coke. You'll go into shock. Like you'll go crazy for a second. So this is the insane thing. When you have sugar or carbs of any type and you combine those sugar or carbs with salt and fat. Mm. So if you think potato chips, yes. um, mm -hmm. cookie dough, mm -hmm. chocolate. 
chicken and waffles. Mm. Keep it coming. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, pretzels and chocolate. Everything uh, in my cupboard. Every- <laughs> so. Lace potato chips dipped in chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Oh, uh, no. That's a that's mid-America's dessert right there. So what happens when we eat those things? What happens when we even think of them, which I'm seeing with Dustin <gasps> right now, no. is it lights up these like circuits in our brain, these pathways in our brain that are the same pathways that drugs like opioids, cocaine, fire up. And so we're truly having a physical reaction, a physiological reaction when we eat them. And they truly do become addictive to us. So when we think I'm addicted to these things or I can't stop craving them, that happens to all of us. And it happens on a scale. For some people, it's a little bit. And that's the person who's like, I can have one. And then yeah. and right. they're like, who are these? They're like so a Girl balanced. Scout cookie, you can't just have one. Right. No, it's a whole box. Yeah. And then the people who can, they have a really low reaction to that. But other people who they just can't stop, they're high responders to that. And so it's knowing where you fall on that because for some people, a little bit, it is just like a drug yeah. for people. So, so no instead of saying no to drugs, we need to say no to sugar. Yeah. Which can often help us with everything else. <laughs> right. You're probably right about it, that. And you know, when we talk about eating healthy, I, I hope this isn't a dumb question, but because I know why diets and eating healthy fails for me, but what are common reasons why people stop eating healthy or don't even try to get healthy in the first place? Why do people give up? So we make it harder than it needs to be. Mm -hmm. So earlier we were saying that, you know, thinking it has to be organic, fresh, you've got to spend all this time. Give yourself that slack. Let yourself take some of those shortcuts if you need to. So not judging yourself for getting that, the frozen chicken breast or vegetables and taking some of these shortcuts. Um, And now even we said earlier frozen dinners, there are some frozen dinners that are mostly centered on protein, veg, and they don't have a whole bunch of starch. I don't think they taste that great. Other people really like them, but it's, you know, what works with you there. Even fast food, there are some fast foods that you can get that are, are more decent. Um, chicken places now offer grilled chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. you know, that type of stuff. So Chick-fil-A, I yeah. had those before with a side of fruit. Yeah, so there's things that we can do that are still shortcuts, they're still fast, and they can still easily go into our life. Um, smoothie places, if you're going to a smoothie place mm-hmm. and we order just the most popular, it's probably going to be loaded with sugar. So asking questions, and but once you get that identified there, you know that's kind of your basically developing like a little network of stuff that you know is your fallback. Sure. Like, so the first thing I would say to having, to making it successful is having a bit of a plan and it doesn't have to be meal planning for the whole week. I, a lot of us don't know on Sunday, what are we going to eat Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Mm-hmm. I think when we try on the weekends to say, I'm going to plan all my meals for the week, that can becomes overwhelming. But instead, if we, if we can do that, great. If you've got your plan, great. But planning for when you don't have a plan. And so what's my fast food fallback going to be? What's my smoothie shop fallback going to be? Mm. And then if it's um, a, a protein bar, what's that? What are those things that I've got? So what do I like? So making sure if you don't, if you have a plan in place, okay, but what's your backup when you don't have a plan and you got to reach for something fast? Um, and I think like on Subway, I'll have people do a six inch sub yeah. with whatever the lean protein is, but I'll have them double the meat. Because hmm. it's so much bread there, I'll have them double the meat, and if they're feeling particularly noble, edge off some of that extra. Bread. Oh yeah, you can definitely hmm. ask Subway yeah. to cut out some of that bread for They'll you. You just get the crust. It. Yes, they yeah. hollow it out for mm-hmm. you. Or you can get like a lettuce wrap yes. there too instead. So holiday seasons are coming up, and it's. I mean, I'm still motivated to still lose 30 pounds by the end of this year. Well, ho- hopefully I'll do it. But it's kind of hard when your family's making asado, rice, yeah. beans that thanksgiving stuffing or you go over to christmas and there's an entire table everyone's brought a dessert so you have 15 desserts to nibble on get a little sample of each and then halloween's coming up and of course we got to drink and enjoy our little treats that we get so what are ways that we can still keep on track and not fall off 
So starting with Halloween, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> tough. Yeah. How many people buy the candy? First of all, the candy starts showing up at like the end of July. Oh, yeah. In yeah. stores. And so then people buy it. Oh, it's a good price. It's on sale. And then they like work their way through the bag before mm-hmm. Halloween's even here. So when we buy a bag, we buy the bag of things that I like. <laughs> and then I'll pick out, you know, if it's four candies, four fun size candies in the bag, I'll pick out all the ones that I like and yeah. set them aside. Give out all the Tootsie Rolls and Dots. Yeah, you can have the, t- t- the Dots. Here's some Smarties, kid. Yeah, there Thanks. you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nobody's going to your house now. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> More candy for me. <laughs> so, but that's the thing, buying things you don't like because that's so hard, you know, so buying things that maybe if you're not a big, whatever it is, um, what we give out for Halloween and people do come to our Please house. Please don't say a toothbrush. Or a dental floss. Oh, yeah. You, she's shaking her head. Yes. Oh, oh okay. No. Okay. okay. Oh. No, 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 no. Sugar no free, gluten free. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, Molly. <laughs> but we, we, um, I'll go to places where you can buy all the toy kind of stuff. So we'll do tattoos. Oh, we do like that's the fun. glow teeth. We do yes. the glow sticks. So we'll do like little game things. And then for food, I do sun chips, the little single serve oh. bags of sun chips. That's yes. cool. Stuff like that. So because, and people are like, oh, like you're such a Halloween Scrooge. You're not giving out candy. Everybody else up and down the streets. Sure. Candy. Right. They're going to get candy. Mm-hmm. So I like kind of just doing something different. And you're giving them games. Yeah. What kid doesn't like, get excited about games? A yes. tattoo? Oh, yeah. those are the most fun things I ever, right? I love Halloween tattoos. I mean, I gave out king-size candy bars one time, and uh, they called us Flavortown. Wow. Uh, I stop. <laughs> but I'm now realizing that I'm feeding these kids full-on chocolate bars. Yes. So <laughs> but up, little fatties. stuff like that, you can find at you know, stores, and it's not expensive. And they mm-hmm. come and just, you know... And it's something different and fun and um, not dental floss. <laughs> yeah, dental floss. You know, one thing, especially when it comes to being around your family a lot or friends during the holidays and even up here at work, when someone is on a diet, on a diet it's almost like they get shamed sometimes. Yes, so is it, always! Is it worth even telling someone you're on a diet or do you just keep to yourself or is it good to have someone keep you accountable because i never know what and i, I always do. see so many people trying to motivate other people through their exercises and diet routine uh on instagram and social media they're like i'm going to use this as an accountability mm-hmm. so y'all can hold me accountable for whatever i do as well so some people do say yeah. it does work but what, what are your and thoughts on that yeah we've all been at christmas and you refused your uncle from having the slice of pie he made and he says oh no come on and like peer pressures you into eating something you shouldn't so yeah is it even worth talking about your diet so i think being selective with who we share it with you know so that you do have the people who are kind of on board and there's a huge component for accountability you know so many clients who come to meet with our nutrition team you know they're they're coming in for that check-in because they need that accountability Mm. but you've got to be careful of who it is because um i was having a conversation with someone yesterday actually that offices tend to quote diet in packs yeah Uh, you know uh so everyone's on whatever program it is Mm -hmm. which can be really great to have that motivation of the people around you but that very same mentality can make it easy to justify when you go off track well come on let's just go have a drink or a little bit or let's Mm -hmm. have a little bit of this and then it's like well if he's doing it i'll do it you know and so it it makes it easy to stay on track but it makes it easy to justify when he Mm -hmm. slip. so i think being selective with who you share it with at family events though i personally i usually recommend that people don't because family friends no matter how well-meaning they are everyone's got an opinion Mm. and then if you say oh i'm going low carb or i'm doing intermittent fasting or i'm doing keto it's gonna someone's gonna have an opinion and if they share it and they're negative about it then it becomes kind of a sore spot there or it becomes kind of the pressure to eat something or come on just one bite so i think it's almost better if you just kind of know it in your head and with 
ex- you know, if it's your spouse or whatever, then sharing that. But extended family, sometimes that can get a little dicey. Yeah. And then going into those things, I would say bring something, bring a dish that kind of aligns with how you're hoping and choosing to eat. So I love to make like dips with Greek yogurt. Mm-hmm. And if you use fat-free Greek yogurt, they don't taste very good, I don't think. <laughs> but if you use the low-fat 2% type and you're just using that set of mayonnaise or sour cream, there's so many things you can make with that that taste really delicious as mm. dips. And then bring that, bring in some grilled vegetables. I'm not about bringing raw vegetables usually because I think that looks kind of sad on the platter. Yeah, yeah. But I like to take a little bit of time, put a little grill on them, but that, and now it's pretty and other people are appreciative of it. Or bringing a dish or if it's a, a holiday meal, bring in a vegetable, bring in a side, whatever it is that you know, you're, they're probably going to have some sort of lean protein. But Thanksgiving, for example, there's going to be turkey. Mm-hmm. But what are the side dishes? So often to bring a salad, bring a side, whatever that might be. Um, bringing that, you know, you've got it for yourself, but then other people can try it and maybe right. try new things. Um, but when you're at those things, it's negotiating and not telling yourself you can't have anything that you want. Mm. But I look at all those carbs under one umbrella. So your sweets, your potatoes, your breads, the, the cocktail, and then which of those things do you really love? And then picking one, but just not all of them. Yeah, and you're gotcha. going to feel so much better the next day too. You know, like instead of having a sandwich, I'll have a salad and then a margarita on the side because that's where I'm going to put my calories. That's the, the, that's my side dish. That's exactly what I'm getting for lunch today. So thank you, Molly, for inspiring me to eat a little bit healthy. And, and the, the, the approval, the check of approval, yes. Well, from talking about sweets, let's talk about these sweet deals that Honey is giving us, okay? If you're looking for a good discount uh, for a price on something that you're trying to buy online, you need to download Honey because they are going to find you the best deals ever out there because the worst thing ever is going online shopping and then only realizing later that there was a better deal somewhere else because if you buy one product on one website it might be for sale on a different website for a different price what honey does is it searches the entire internet for the best deal possible and gives it to you on that website that you're on at that moment Yes, and it knows about every coupon code, sale, or discount to over 20,000 sites like Amazon, Macy's, J. Crew, Domino's, Sephora, Target, and more. Honey, what it is, it's a browser extension. That's all it is. You're not having to download random software. You're not having to go to four other websites to find the coupon code. Browser, it's an extension. When it's turned on, it finds that deal for you and gives it to you automatically when you check out. I have a really nice fancy dinner to go to, and I I'm looking for a really nice jacket and suit and everything like that. And I used it and it got me $43 off this awesome jacket that I just bought. That's incredible. I know. It's so clean. I cannot wait to wear it. That's great. And my wife and I, we use Amazon every day. We're probably getting at least a package a day from Amazon. And every day when you're saving $2 here, $3 here, $10 here, that's a ton of money that adds up. And so Honey has really come in handy for us. So listen, there's really no reason not to use Honey. It's free to use and installs onto your computer in just two clicks. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash shut up. That's joinhoney.com slash shut up. You had just mentioned several different diet plans, low carb or keto. There's so many. And I know for me, I hear a hundred different fads that are going on. They come and go quickly. Fasting. Yeah. Fat, intermittent intermittent fasting. fasting. That's a big thing right now. Whole 30. All about apple cider, cider vinegar. You know, Do I all think these- a lot of people are just kind of get confused by even where to start because there are so many roads to go down with a diet. So how should someone even start to find the plan that's right for them? There's also a lot of judgment around the diets. Totally. Oh, all the time. Yes. I say go with one and just do it. 
Embrace it. Maybe well, maybe you know someone that's a keto snob. Maybe you know someone that's a intermittent fasting snob. You know, it's some of the most so interesting tricky. conversations I think are when a vegan talks to someone who's doing keto full mm-hmm. force. Because if you're doing keto full force, you're not having a lot of vegetables, and you're having a lot, usually a lot of animal fats. Mm-hmm. And and vegans that we've had, I've observed several of those heated conversations, and it's 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 interesting, it's entertaining, <laughs> sure. I would say. But yeah, so people get really passionate about it. People like guard and protect these things very closely. I would say find what component of that's going to work for your lifestyle. So if you love vegetables and you tend to be very plant forward on your diet then a traditional keto diet is probably not going to be for you mm-hmm. where you're not going to get a lot of mm-hmm. carbs and that includes vegetables. Um, something like intermittent fasting, there's different windows and that might be just a 12-hour fasting window or it might be a 14 or 16-hour. And then that fueling window, you still want to eat healthy foods, but mm-hmm. there's not a limit. So if you want to still eat your berries, your vegetables, your lean proteins, whatever it might be, you're just kind of condensing it into a window. But yeah. there's a lot of benefit to having that insulin suppression that happens during those fasting times. And, and personally, I like intermittent fasting more than keto because you're not limiting or counting those carbs. And you're not really counting anything. You're just trying to have good, clean foods in that fueling window. And again, someone may choose it to be 12 hours or 8 hours or whatever that is. Um, but I th- really think with all of them, it's, get, there's elements that work and there's elements that can be challenging for people. And mm-hmm. so um, finding that part of it that works well for you. As an expert in this field, do, are there... What would you suggest you see the fad diets fail the most? Is there one that you just see people having so many problems with this one particular diet or two? Yes. What should we kind of be weary of when we're looking on our Facebook and seeing what our friends are doing? What should we maybe stay away from? So when you have to buy the food, prepackaged food from a specific group or person or organization Mm. to support that diet, that's the ones because then you are truly on a plan. Every week you're going there, you're buying your little packets and pouches that you mm-hmm. might add water to and make a soup out of it or whatever. Right. And you're completely reliant on these packages that you're buying. And the idea behind it is usually these might be multi-phase. Let's say it's a, a four-tier approach, but people, they want you in that phase one relying on their packaged foods until you lose most of the weight. Mm. The idea is you would gradually phase back into real food, but a lot of people don't do that follow through. So then they're on this diet where they have this heavy reliance on these things that they're getting from a specialty mm-hmm. person or group that they can't even find at the regular grocery store. So it becomes really hard to transition into real life. So when, when we have people that are on those plans, they're the ones that we see that weight comes off and they're like, oh my God, they look fantastic. Right. And then, you know, a few months later, you're like, oh, like the weight's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because it has been so far from what their normal reality is. Um, what are some small ways we can do to change the way, change our diets to help us get on a healthier track. Uh, be it uh, putting less sugar in your coffee, not soaking your fries in ranch, <laughs> um, maybe go with Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the things that we can start doing? Kind of little tricks that yeah. we can get ourselves on the right track. I need to like follow Justin around for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Follow See both of I'm us doing, around. It'd be, it'd be Sad, I'm sure. I know. There's sometimes you're just like taking uh, cake frosting and putting it on a cookie and, mm-hmm. you know, eating it in bed, watching <laughs> my 600-pound life. It's <laughs> true. I do it One day sure. you get on the new season. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, do you judge while you're, while you're eating your, or are you just absorbing it? Uh, sympathizing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hold on, pause. I need to go get a refill. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I, I would say that the single biggest thing is, is sugar and white carbs. 
because of not only there's nothing there nutritionally in sugar, um, but also because of what it does to our brains, what it does to our cravings, what it does to our energy, our mood. If we're looking at a roller coaster and a spiral down, that's what's causing it. And oh. so that's the biggest thing I would say. But so if we're starting our morning with, let's say, a Pop-Tart or we're starting our morning with like a cereal, sugary cereal mm. or even just regular cereal with milk and juice, there's a lot of just carbs in there, not a lot of protein or fat. So what I would say is what can we do to dial back those carbs, those white carbs and sugar and what we're drinking and what we're eating? And that might be our coffee drink. Mm -hmm. And so and it might. Some people are fine doing just that cold turkey switch. Other people need to kind of gradually make that shift. Yeah. Um, if you're using a sugar syrup in your coffee, maybe just kind of go halvesies for a little bit until you dial it back. But finding things that you like that can take the place of those. And so um, the focus that I always add, ask people to add in is protein because there's it's really hard to overeat on chicken, shrimp, lean beef. I mean, right. there's only so much of that you're going to keep eating, whereas these carbs, we can just work our way through the whole bag of it. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, making sure at breakfast, yeah, we want to dial back those carbs and sugars, but I need to make sure we get some protein in there. And that might be, um, an egg. It might be a smoothie made with protein powder. It could be Greek yogurt and all these things you can find at stores like Walmart. You don't have to go to specialty mm -hmm, stores. Yeah. They've come like a really long way in having stuff for us. And so, um, making sure how am I getting that protein at my breakfast, at my snacks, because that protein is huge for curbing cravings and getting us off of that roller coaster. Mm -hmm. Well, when you came in, Molly, I noticed you had a big bag of goodies yeah. with you. What is in that bag? And I'm hoping it's, what do you think it is, Justin? Probably some pop snacks. I bet it's some pop Probably little mini pumpkin pies. Yeah. Oh, we I, got a cookbook. Oh. Look at this cookbook. Something. You look so cute. And so did you make all these recipes in here, Molly? All right. So this is a cookbook. It is the Eat Fit Cookbook. This is the first cookbook I've ever worked on like this. Wow. And, and how long did it, it take you from like the idea, okay, I want to write a cookbook to where now you have a phys physical book in your hand? Um, about a year. Okay. And so what this is, this is a compilation. I mentioned that we work with restaurants, markets, et cetera, through Louisiana. This is a compilation of about 125 recipes from about 40 of our Eat Fit partners. So when you're going out, you're dining at your favorite restaurant, you're getting your Eat Fit dish there, now we can make it at home. Mm -hmm. And um, the book will be out uh, about the second or third week of October, but it's pre-order now. You can order it at eatfitcookbook.com, which is the coolest thing. And this is got so many good things. We got carrot hummus, which I didn't know existed, Mediterranean stuffed avocado. Wow. We got a new, like, a shrimp something that looks delicious, <laughs> chocolate chip cookies, salted dark chocolate, peanut butter cups. Oh, that's where I'm at right I know. There. And just, it's all pork tenderloin chimichurri. Chimichurri? I, I love chimichurri. On chimichurri. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that looks good. <laughs> so the cool thing about this, and I'm, I'm so proud of... Um, our team. So we have our whole team of dietitians that has worked with restaurants to get these recipes. The restaurants were really generous working with us on this. The way this cookbook came about is we have um, a long-term intern who's worked with me for about three years, a nutrition student, and she had a master's pro project that she said, I want to do something impactful and meaningful. So what if, what if we did a cookbook? Because oh. I love the words like, what if? Hey, what if we sure. love? And so she had no experience using a camera, but we also had no budget to hire a photographer. <laughs> so she taught herself how to use a professional camera. She and I got into all of our restaurants, played it up, styled. She did the photography. I'd look and we'd edit. Those we'd pictures move. are gorgeous. Pictures are great. Yeah. They're fantastic. I'm so proud of her. And so there, I think it's, I'm, I'm really excited with how it came out and also kind of knowing on the back end that it was 
it was us figuring it out and how do yeah. we get this out so it's um yeah we just got the preview copy this past week so i'm excited to to have actually have it in my hands do you know what i love about that story though is that you were learning as you go and you figure it out that's what people are doing whenever they're going on their own diet and cleanse too they're learning more about the process and how their body works as they go and i think that's a big thing of we didn't we had no idea really what we were doing in it but yes we tried to figure it out as we went and we asked for help when we needed it right and we like we just learned we educated ourselves and it's just one of those things that um i think not you know did we have expertise in cookbooks no but we figured you know and i think <laughs> that's just with anything it's like if you if you're passionate about it you can figure it away you know very cool do you agree with the statement uh uh nothing tastes as good as skinny feels I hear people say that. I don't I don't like that phrase for some reason. I think because nothing's going to taste nothing's going to taste better than a strawberry cheesecake from the oh cheesecake factory. I can tell you that. I also think that there's I'm not a big fan of the word just when people just want to be skinny. Yeah. Um mm -hmm. I like, you know, we use the 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 phrase eat fit. Now, the TV segment I have, we call it get the skinny with Molly. I'm actually asking them to change, change that uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Um, because I, it's really more about being fit and then the podcast name fueled. So how are we fueling our body? Mm -hmm. um, what I've got in this box, y'all, <gasps> this is, there's a recipe in that cookbook for king cake and <gasps> this is the version of the king cake that is actually going to be on shelves. Cool. This oh, oh, we I got king wait. cake up in this building. Oh, oh, it looks good. Look at that. <gasps> so beautiful. it looks like a normal king cake. Yeah. And this is um there's a bakery that she's actually based here in dallas it's called unrefined bakery and i'm working with taylor it smells amazing here get a piece mm. molly would you like a piece i'll have some after oh, okay okay oh my gosh look at that oh, here you go molly thank you and it's got the colors it's purple green gold i mean what's the crunchy stuff on top i mean okay. you can't tell me it's not sugar it's mm. not because sugar. it tastes like sugar <laughs> That's cake. This is that's cake. almond. This is good. Mm. What's the sugary stuff that's on top? Okay, so this is um, there's a there's a sweetener called Swerve. Um, they're actually based out of New Orleans, but they're available throughout the U.S., Canada, etc. And Swerve is a natural plant-based sweetener. It has zero calories, zero carbs, zero impact on our blood sugar, but it's actually just a sweetener extracted from plants. And so it's granular. They also have a confectioner style or a brown style, but we use the granular on top. And we put it with natural food colors, so fruit, vegetable colorings, yeah. no artificial dyes on here, on this. So Unrefined is the bakery here in Dallas that we've worked with to scale it up so that it can be made on a scale large enough to go through Texas and Louisiana. Wow. So, it's yeah. delicious. That I didn't get so the baby. Good. I'm really upset. No, so I no didn't luck either. this year, but it was still delicious. And well, what's cool about it is it's the, the fact that it's gluten-free is a bonus for people. It's gluten-free because we like those flours better than white flour, but it's gluten-free. It's even dairy-free, low-carb, keto, all that stuff for people. So was, uh, Whole30 approved then, huh? Exactly. Oh, yes. come on now. It was good. It was moist. It was dense. Everything that I like in a king cake. Yeah, was, that was, was delicious. Molly, it's such a pleasure to have you here. This was so sweet. This was very yes. nice. Before you go, should I be eating crickets? If because you want. Because that's a big, that's a big, that's a big uh, fad right now, and I always keep hearing, oh, more crickets are coming to eat. If you want, but I think that just kind of goes back to overcomplicating it. Okay. You know? Okay. Good. <laughs> good. I'm glad I can say no to that. Molly, thanks so much. For joining us today and get her cookbook, the Eat Fit Cookbook. It's available now. And Can't her wait. podcast. Yes. 
Fueled wellness and nutrition. Let's go, Molly. You killed it. Oh, that's so good. Inspired now to go eat a salad and some zucchini. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks, y'all. I've had a blast being here. It's so good to spend the time with y'all. And what's your website in case anyone wants to keep up with you and follow follow yes. everything you're doing? Thanks. So as you said, Fueled Wellness and Nutrition Podcast. Um, my website is mollykimball.com. You can email me through there. So if there's topics you want to hear about or if you're like hey have you covered this and something before i can always send you a link to something i've written or mm -hmm. a segment we've done on it before as well oh awesome yeah. thank you so much and now i'm gonna go buy a healthy king cake yes <laughs> and don't forget to eat healthy shut up uh-huh okay what's up shut up uh-huh okay what's up